episode 43 of the Chamberlain Chance Podcast, the finest podcast in all the podcasts and land. I am Chance. I write the games at chance.blogspot.com. We uh, were on a bit of a hiatus just because everyone's schedules kind of screwed up. Plus, we had like a major tech issue last week. That was probably on me. I don't really know why. I may have picked up some weird computer bug by like looking up uh, Valkyrie <laughs> Drive or something. Yeah. If, yeah, that's, that's probably what happened. And uh, joining me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how you doing this week? Ah, it's good to be back, isn't it? It is. It's nice. It's week been and a half. Like, I, I don't know. I, I missed you guys. I missed I'm kind of surprised guys. how much I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice just to chill and talk about games for a while. And joining us this week, thank God, is Alex McCracken Hello. of Daily Crackbot. Alex, how's it going? Uh, it's good. It's good. I, mean, I made yeah. a major purchase, and it's... Ooh. What? Now, is it is it working? Did you plug it in and it just worked super good? And now all your game. Oh, Alex bought a hot new video card. Pretty much everything's great, except okay. Fallout Four. Fallout Aww. Four. Now the wasteland takes about two minutes to load, no matter what, and it is unbearable. Okay, but once it loads, is it hot shit? Yeah, yeah. Like the game's not really well optimized. Downtown Boston's still a little choppy, but I'm getting like twenty percent better than I'm what I used to. Everything else, flawless. Uh, everything in XCOM 2, all the bells and whistles turned up, solid at 60 FPS, that's twice as good as what I had before. Uh, Civilization loads in a fraction of the time it used to, I don't understand it. I, uh, if I had that, my first purchase would have to be Overwatch. Yeah, yeah, that would max that, that, would max that out like a motherfucker. Doom but is butter. My wrists are like Nelson Muntz's wrists, like they, they sound like a cement grinder. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that would probably not be good to like start gaming on a mouse again. Yeah. You can just plug in your um, PS4 controller. Well, yeah, but then I'm playing with a controller against people with mice. I'm not oh. doing that. Oh, I forgot about that. Might as well just shoot myself in the foot where I yeah, want to. Yeah, pretty so, much. So yeah. how long is that good PC feeling going to last before somebody releases something? Oh, uh, this has twice the video memory I had before. I'm going to be uh, set for years. Like, okay, this is why well, it got, like, solid 95 reviews across the board. You'll be set for years or until Crytek releases something. Oh, who cares about Crytek? <laughs> yeah. When was the last great Crytek game? It wasn't. Was Far there Cry, ever... Far Cry 1. Was that really a great game, though, or was that just an amazing tech demo? Far Cry 1 was pretty good for three quarters. Crisis was, had a great ending. Um, I thought. That an anti-gravity oh, shooting where you get pushback. I never, yeah, played, yeah. I never played the original. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Nah, it's been eclipsed by Far Cry 3. Pretty solid. Yeah. Sweet, sweet Far Cry 3. It's still <laughs> really good. So, uh, uh, Chamberlain, have you been playing awful games? Uh, not awful, just kind of like 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 poor man's replacement for really good games. I, I, I am playing like the generic knockoff version of Mass Effect right now. What's that called? The tech, the Technomancer. Oh, <laughs> awful, awful no, it, pun. It, it is literally like if you would go to Walmart. And you buy like generic bread or generic soda or generic <laughs> something. That, this is <laughs> this is generic Mass Effect, <laughs> and and you can tell because it it's, it tastes kind of like bread, but but it's not as good. You remember bread being better when you pay a little more for it, and it had you know an actual development staff and writers and voice actors and you know people baking it as opposed to like a dozen guys in a sweatshop. Going, we need to make a game like Mass Effect. Let's put it on Mars. Here we go. Uh, it's 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 not it's not bad, but you can tell that it was made with severe budget constraints, and that's kind of what this development house does. It's called Spiders, and they've got a decent series of mediocre games. 
Like they did Bound Never by Flame. Flame. And they did um, like Mars Warlog or, or something like that, which is on Xbox Live Arcade a couple of years ago. So it's it's not terrible, but you can definitely see why it takes Bioware so long to make a Mass Effect or a Dragon Age or something like that. Because it's just options you would expect to happen, or things that you would expect to happen don't happen. Like in a good party-based game, the things you do have an effect on your party for good or for ill. You do evil things, the good ones hate you. You do you do good things, the evil ones hate you. This one, it just doesn't seem to matter. You can <laughs> just kind of do what you want. Is there is there a system for relationships with your team? You it, well, you can kind of make them your friends, and if they're your friends, you get a passive bonus when they're in your party, which is okay. good. But they're all my friends, and I've done some significant work for organized crime at this point, <laughs> and nobody seems to notice. They don't seem to care. So. <laughs> I, if there was anything better to play, I probably wouldn't. I'm just, I mean, honestly, I'm waiting for Gears of War 4 to show up because they shipped it. I'll get to play that on time. It'll be the first game I've played on time in a long time. Yeah, that was, I, I, keep on, I kept on forgetting to put that in the headlines. Gears of War 4 is getting hot reviews. Yes, yes. Like, like hot, hot reviews. Let me, let me fire that into Metacritic here. Gears of War. Mafia 3 is not. Yeah, it's yeah. really not. I'm really glad I missed that. It is uh, 84 on Xbone and 87 on PC for years. That's because you can crank the shit out of it on PC. As food. Games so as I'm food? Thinking, like, Gears of War, I'm picturing as like a 10-gallon drum of whey protein. <laughs> Mafia day- 3 is at 55. What's wrong with Mafia 3? I have not been paying attention. I've heard the Good frame rate in the consoles is... Eh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard is that the, pre- oh. the story presentation is amazing, but uh, but when you actually get down to playing it, it's just repetitive and boring as fuck. Oh, that's on. the story of Mafia. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Good story shit games. It's really That's really sad because every trailer I saw for that hyped me to the moon. Yes, the trailers were magical. trailers, though. Oh. Yeah. But then you start shooting and eh. Or driving, or uh, like, apparently like, you throw a Molotov cocktail and it like dissipates in two seconds, which is oh. just weird. <laughs> it's really sad because I'm, you know, I'm I'm down for something that you know rises to the challenge of Grand Theft Auto. That like that's why Sleeping Dogs is still on the tip of my tongue. Oh, yeah, because because when a game can do it and do it well and do it in its own way with its own flavor, it's magical. Have it's you played any infamous. of the Yakuza games? Yeah, I've played, I forget which one it was, but yeah, I did. I played one on my PS3 for probably two hours. Not as good, because I haven't played any of them. Um, I, I certainly, okay, it's it's a much denser world. It's amazing. Like, what you get is, like, five or ten blocks of, like, downtown Tokyo or something. Okay. And there are stores and things to do and people to talk to and beat up and, <laughs> and shit on the side of the road to use as a weapon everywhere. Like it is incredibly dense. It's a very, it's a very nice kind of come to Japan for a day and hang out in Yakuza. Like hmm. go to go to a hostess club and hit on a hostess for you know spend half your paycheck inter- to to get this woman to entertain you. It's uh, it's really weird, and I did not find the gameplay really compelling. Ah, and uh, yeah, what was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My copy of Valkyrie Drive showed up, and it doesn't actually release until a couple days from now. From but Amazon. Uh, no, actually, Amazon didn't even carry it in Canada, or maybe they do now, but Amazon.com carries it in the States. In Canada, there's a site that you can get it from that I don't want to mention now, because clearly they're breaking street dates. <laughs> and they got it to me yeah. on Friday, this past Friday, like a week before it actually launches, and, you know, great. 
another brawler from the producer center in Kagura. I put it in. Uh, the two things notice right off the bat is it's a lot less interested in being funny, sexy than mm. Senran Kagura is. It's, it's um, I don't know, like, the, the boobs are there, but they don't feel like really the point of the game. With Senran Kagura, <laughs> it's really, this is what the game is for. Well, okay, but and, take me serious prestige piece. <laughs> but I remember in the tutorial of Sen- Senran Kagura Shinobi Versus, as soon as it let me do a combo, I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. With Valkyrie Drive, there's two different kinds of combat or brawler games. There's a Devil May Cry where every move is cancelable, right? Yes. And then there's a Ninja Gaiden where every move has a certain amount of animation. And no matter what happens, after you press that button, that animation is happening. And then you can move on and do something else. Um, This is the Ninja Gaiden style. Mm. But it's not anywhere near as quick. So you're, you're watching these things play out after you hit the button, then. Yeah, it's uh, the, the combos, I don't feel a great deal of control as I'm doing the combos. And I was just thinking back to that first tutorial in the first Center and Kagura game where it just immediately felt, wow, this feels good. This feels fun. This feels fast and snappy and stylish. And this looks good. It looks really good. The presentation is amazing, actually. But uh, the gameplay just did not seize me. And with the amount of competition that is currently... The games that are currently, like, vying for my attention right now... I'm sorry, Valkyrie Drive. I'll deal with you later. <laughs> like, there's too much awesome fucking shit right now to worry about Valkyrie Drive, I guess. Which is super disappointing, because I kind of had my eye on it for a while, but whatever. There'll be time. Someday. Yeah, so I saw you were playing Fallout 3 on Steam the other day, Alex. Have you touched... What, what else have you checked out with your hot, hot new video card? Uh, pretty much everything. Just uh, went around the horn. Rise of the Tomb Raider is a lot better. Still oh, not did, great. I did not pick that up today. It's... I finished it. I don't really feel anything about it. Didn't pick up XCOM 2 either. Oh, XCOM 2. Yeah. Um, I might get back into that. But, like, it runs great on the 1070. Well, uh, finally. Like, a year after it launches. <laughs> well, I, ju- I just needed to All you twice. needed to do was buy a $600 video card. 400 Well, in Canadian funds. Oh, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this w- it was Bates literally got twice the video memory which means i can have all the textures i want and i want all the textures and and that's mm-hmm. pretty much yeah it, La- it, it cursed fallout 4 but i'll take it last uh, last podcast you started like we asked what you were playing you said you've been playing a bunch of mods on fallout 4 and then i interrupted you before you explained any of these mods <laughs> that you had going on fallout 4 um, tell us about these mods mods okay so you know how when you put on those those armors that are sort of like an underlayer, like your vault yes. suit and your... Yes. And you have... This, you want to use all these great new costumes you find, but that means getting rid of, you know, your belt buckle that makes you turn invisible when you sneak, and that's just yeah. so ridiculously underpowered. So, like, one guy basically did a decent job plastering, like, the armor mods on top of, like, any piece of clothing. <gasps> yeah. The, so you you could what is it the silver shroud you could have that on the silver shroud yes sir. that's all I need that's all anyone needs well I went with the general uniform I've got these that's a good one too combat hour mobs you know it's cute they put like the jacket over the breastplate like, they put some real work into it hmm. nice yeah it's, there's a lot of clipping but you don't care that's my is that's there, like that's like the third most popular mod period there, what that, are the first two out of curiosity and I'm aware we might be getting into dangerous ground here oh no nothing nothing like that no basically mm-hmm. one of the most popular ones is basically just puts roads on the map because roads are missing oh. it makes it a little clearer uh, hmm. 
I think I already talked about like the storm mod stuff that just makes everything prettier. So the, these are just like quality of life mods. Yeah, pretty much. I'm hoping like well, I guess it would just take too much work, too much time to do a meaningful content mod. Because I know people do them, but they take like five, ten years. Yeah, and like the facial animation this time is a really high barrier of entry. Yeah. Like even the ones in New Vegas, they were no one talked. They didn't have a bandana around their face. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually shit they yeah. pulled in the last piece of DLC, Lonesome Road. Everyone had something <laughs> over their mouth. I'm like, all right, guys. Um, Gotta get it out somewhere. I uh, I forgot. It's been so long that in, in, in between podcasts, I actually played Song of the Deep. Okay, oh, yeah, Metroidvania from Insomnia, yes. published by GameStop. Yes. Okay. Um, you can tell it's by people who are very good at polishing games, but they've never really made a Metroidvania before. Mm. Because, that you know, it's, like it's, it's, not, it's not bad, but it's almost like Insomniac took a portion of their team and said, hey, guys, go make this. Try to make this and see what you come up with. Because it's polished, and it controls well, and it's very, very pretty in places, but there's some almost like some rookie mistakes for Metroidvania. Like, it doesn't... You don't gain skills very quickly, so it starts to drag after a while where all you're finding is, like, more energy or more hit points instead of finding something, you know, new to do, new, new to use, new to fight with. Um, the, the majority of the game, you fight with one weapon because the missiles just aren't as effective. You have this little hookshot thing you're shooting out and hitting with stuff. So it needed more variety to the power-ups. And also... I mean, Metroidvanias, they're, I mean, 2D side-scrolling, but they're usually, like, you're running, you're running, you're walking, you're operating with gravity. Mm -hmm. Well, this one, you're underwater. So you suddenly you have a whole extra dimension to move around in, but that, I mean, the, the first barrier you run into in a Metroidvania is usually a jump you can't make because mm -hmm. you need to double jump or fly or something like that. Well, this one, they had to make these barriers much more convoluted because you couldn't use that simple, you can't make this jump because you're in a submarine. Yeah. So, I mean, they ended up having, using these currents to keep you out of areas, and it's never very clear about when you can get past this current through a tunnel and not. I mean, there are places where I never even tried to go again because I wasn't sure when I'd be able to get there again. So, it feels like a first effort. It's weird from Insomniac, but it feels like a first game from somebody. That hurts. Yeah, it, it, it is, because... I like the idea of, of a big budget or a bigger company doing these smaller games and turning out you know, seriously polished stuff. And, you know, Metroidvanias, we need, I mean, I'll never complain about these games, but, but when you put it up against like, like Ori and the Blind Forest or Guacamelee or Shadow Complex, it's just, it can't come close. So. Like, I'll probably play Sympathy of the Night again one of these days. You, you should. It's, it's good for still you. It's so good. Yeah. That one holds up. And it, 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 chest. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you first find that underground, that upside down castle, man. Or that jewel fist thing, that ridiculous oh. thing you have to do to find, like, sink through the floor. Yep. yep. And you get that, oh, you just punch everything to death. Oh, God, I love that game. I bought that game on a whim. I was like, I spent beer money on that game in college. You were, and you're just like, what the hell is this? Oh my god! Yeah, I know I was, and then then I I beat it without going to the upside down castle. I'm like, this is this isn't right, you know? I did something wrong, and then you find the upside down castle, and you're like, wow, I'm only halfway done. Through the fucking looking glass. Mm -hmm. That game is so good. Yep. Get out of my Vita. 
was the last the time you actually played it? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was last year, I think. Yeah, okay. Okay. But that, that said, when I bought it on my Vita, it was the first time I'd ever played it. I didn't oh. have a PS1 back in the day. So I just knew that it was this game. It yeah. was this legendary game. And yeah, I liked it, but it was pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, it's... Okay. Yeah, yeah, like, it's it's old school challenging. Yeah, yeah it is. I hate um, the arena so much. Speaking of challenging, between this pa- podcast and the last podcast, Darkest Dungeon Darkest came Dungeon. out on PlayStation. Oh, they're not doing DLC. Oh my god, finally. Yeah, yeah, and uh, when it came out, when Darkest Dungeon launched... And for listeners who may not read my blog, this is like my most anticipated game of the year, is having Darkest Dungeon on my Vita. <laughs> not having Darkest Dungeon, just having it on his Vita. Yeah, yeah, like, no, I, I played I played up 200 hours of Darkest Dungeon on Steam last year when it was in early access, and now it's on my Vita. And for the first week or so, it was really, it was a, it was a, a really bittersweet because it is that game that I love, and it was buggy as shit. Uh. And it was constantly crashing. And between its launch and now, they've patched it twice. So it's rock solid now. I'm never worried about crashes anymore. Um, and now that it's solid, it is just really luxurious to have this thing on the palm of my hand and be able to play it anywhere. I'm on a lunch break. I'm running a dungeon in Darkest Dungeon. Um, you know, hanging out with, like, with some friends. I'm on a couch, stretched out. I'm playing Darkest Dungeon. It's a great time. It's a great and, way to kill 15 minutes. Yes, and it's and it's it's really it's everything I loved about the game. And there's all kinds of cool little changes that are creating little strategies. Like this is apparently the final game. This is as balanced as they're ever going to make it. And a lot of the choices they've made, I really really like. The um, the plague doctor feels very very necessary now. Really? The, yes. Um, there's. It's like I if, if I don't have a plague doctor, I usually feel bad about it. Like where I'm. I, did he get I have a buff like a, or say what? Did he get a buff or what? Um, not really. It's just you want you want something in the third or fourth slot that's not a healer that that can actually do something. And so, if you're actually wanting to do something, that's either uh, the arbalist, the plague doctor, or the um, the grave man-at-arms. robber. Grave robber. Hmm. I keep I keep my man at arms up front. I know there's a, a trinket to put him in the back so we can like buff the team the whole time. But yeah. no, I want him up front using repost. Repost. How do you pronounce that? Repost. Repost. They said repost in Borderlands 2, so that's what I'm going with. Okay. And so they've given the Highwayman repost. So now you can put a Highwayman and a man at arms up front. They can both do an attack that activates repost, and then anything that comes to the team just gets smashed back in their faces. Okay. And then it that makes the Antiquarian really useful because the only thing she's really got that's pretty cool is she can put a dodge buff on the entire team. And so you buff your team to dodge, you have a high woman who has a high chance to dodge, and a man-at-arms, now they're all very, very likely to dodge, attacks will come, they'll get dodged, you obliterate this enemy, it's amazing, it well, feels super good. Barry's the lead, the, the high, wait, no, the um, grave robber can repost now? No, high women. Oh, okay, oh, shit. I, I really wish the grave robber could, because the grave, uh, the grave robber also has a lunge move. But uh, the grave robber's lunge is just, is just a really powerful attack, the highwayman's lunge activates repost. I'm sorry, she sucks. I hate the Grave Robber. So I love much. her. She's super good. Uh, She's you man. You get a good damage buff. Uh, grave like I have had Grave Robbers like like carry teams with sick sick damage throwing knives. It's amazing. It's and really then they good. die. <laughs> eventually, the they healing. die or go mad. One of the two. I yeah. seriously love the healing roulette with the cultist. Actually, he's a much better, more reliable healer. I found too. No. They they awesome. did something that um, 
that he can, yeah, like I can go in with just an occultist and, and be pretty okay with Good. it. There are times when like three heals in a row, I'll get zero. It happens. But more often than not, he's healing more than a Vestal would for his level. That's great. Because yeah. like, that was happening. My Vestal would be, you know, laid up and I have to go in with the occultist and he just was no help on his own. Well, you got to have the trinkets. Like the early game is incredibly difficult just because you don't have all these little trinkets giving this guy plus 15 damage, this one plus 35 healing. And once you stack like 60 healing on your Vestal and you're healing everyone for like 7 health in a turn, it's huge. So um, I'm not really talking about why Darkest Dungeon is amazing. There's a lot written about it as to why. Well, this this minutia is, is part of it. <laughs> no, it's, it's interesting to me because why hmm. Darkest Dungeon is amazing is so passe to me. If you don't know that Darkest Dungeon is amazing, I'm sorry. Go back to 2013 and figure it out. But <laughs> for those of us in 2016 who know Darkest Dungeon, you we know what Darkest Dungeon is. You will turn-based combat, period. It is, yeah, it is really... And there, there's something to that. Like, I find... Darkest Dungeons combat, even though I'm fighting like the same enemies in the same place over and over, it's a lot more engaging than um, um, Grand, Grand Kingdom. Well, yeah, because the random numbers are just brutal in a way that makes you... You don't know what the hell's going to happen, and you've got to react. Maybe, maybe it is the random number, but at the same time, I find myself not held back by it. Like, I've I read a bunch in the Penny Arcade forums... People were just complaining that it's just luck. Your skill has nothing to do with it's it. And I'm like, I'm not finding that at all. Like, I can't remember the last time I had a team wipe. Or that I had a mission that wasn't successful. Like, I'm pretty good at this game. Like, I know a lot about this game. And even with the random numbers, I'm beating the shit out of these monsters over and over again. It is so good. It and is hey, so good. Guess what? What? Vampire Dungeon. Vampire Dungeon. Yes, uh, the first DLC... Let me bring up my headlines here. The first DLC was announced... Where did I put it? Ah, on Monday, October 30th, Red Hook announced the, quote, first DLC for Darkest Dungeon, The Crimson Court. There are no other details, um, but um, PC, awesome Gamer, PC Gamer reported that it would come with an additional class. And nothing that Red Hook put on their blog or tweeted said anything about a new class, but PC Gamer said it, and Darkest Dungeon retweeted them. So I have to think it's true. Um, it'll come to all current platforms, PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Vita, and, quote, early 2017. And beyond, like, you know, mosquito vampires or whatever the fuck those dapper monsters were, uh, first DLC... First, there will be more DLC, more Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. As much as you can handle. Yeah. I mean, the artists have had almost nothing to do for like a year. Oh, I'm sure he's been getting other work. Yeah. Uh, Chamberlain, you play anything else? Uh, no, but but didn't PSVR come out? It did. And and I don't remember. Did you cancel your? I totally pre-order? did. After, okay. after I went after I went for that demo. Okay. I tried E Valkyrie. It was okay. It's not $400, okay? It's not okay. like I'm hurting for things to play right now. Is and it? if you look around the internet, it's like PSVR has launched. Wow, this does not feel like a console launch, does it? No it really doesn't. And, and everything I review, everything I read about it is it's like, it, I think yeah. it's good for the price. And that's yes. not really very compelling to me. Yeah, yeah. it's like for, for what you're paying for, yeah, it's, it's, it's an entry-level VR. Here you go. Hmm. You, you could get a, a Vi, or HTC Vive and have the definitive experience 
or you could have your your little sister's VR here. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's really what it is. It's like it, hand me down VR. It needs a Super Mario sixty four. Without a Super Mario sixty four, no one's going to get on board with this. Well, according to a lot of the reviews I've seen and a lot of the chatter, that game is called Thumper. Oh shit! I'm here. Now is is that available for non VR? In fact, it is. I played it last night. Did you buy? You did. You did buy it. Oh yeah! Like, what do you think that yeah, that video? I, that video sure, I put yeah. on the Penny Arcade forums yeah. today. That was my gameplay from last night. Yeah. And holy shit! Like this, this plugs into being a ten-year-old sitting there playing a twitchy game. Like it feels, it feels like a a rock hard arcade game. It also feels like a really kind of the beat gets in you rhythm game, and it feels like an action game. It feels like a fight. And it's it's beautiful. It sounds great. It plays great. The uh, the way it uh, layers in kind of different mechanics and beats and notes and holds and turns and everything, and it just kind of keeps on adding to those layers as you move forward. But it's never thrown too much at me yet. But it's hard. Like there, are, like the reason I I shared that that video was because that was the time I finally beat that fucking level. <laughs> And it took me forever, but like it, once once you get into it, holy shit, it feels good. It looks just from you know watching that video. It looks like frequency or amplitude. Yeah. Um. Well, I I never played those. Okay. But what I what it what seems to me is the difference between this and any other rhythm game is that in this you can die. Like I think about uh, I think about Guitar Hero or Elite Beat Agents or any of that shit. And when a note comes flying to you and you miss it, what you hear is wah. Yeah, or like you, you could still note. fail out of the song, but I mean... In Thumper, when you miss a note, it takes off 50% of your health, which is not represented on a bar or anything. It's just your beetle has extra wings. And because you're a little chrome beetle. <laughs> yeah, I down, saw that, yeah. Flying yeah. down the track. And when, when you miss the next note, you're dead. That's it. Start over. Uh, the levels... There's like nine levels, but they are huge. They will take like an hour to beat, at least. Jeez. Well, an hour? I don't know. Maybe half an hour. I don't know. Um, but they are big. And each level has like 16 parts. And uh, after you, you have to master a part to get on to the next level. And that just means getting through it without dying. <clears throat> and then once you die in the next part, it'll start you off at the beginning of that part. Okay. So you never feel, like, supremely punished for this. Like, if I got to the final boss of level two after playing for, like, a half hour, got killed, had to start this entire level over, that would fucking suck. But that's not what they do. They got all these little parts. And so when you die, it never feels that bad. It feels like feels like Hotline Miami. Like, just one more try. You're right back there on the track. Okay. Here the note comes. What are you going to do? You're going to walk away? No, you're not going to walk away. Let's do this thing. Yeah. And then you do it. Literally. Face the music. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Because I was, I was playing this last night. And I didn't have time to touch it today, but last night I felt so phenomenally positive about this that I was convinced my that I convinced myself that I was going to go buy some American PSN cards for you guys. Because <laughs> like seriously, P- Thumper is the game that not enough people are talking about right now. What's it going for? Uh, twenty. Twenty oh. American. I paid like twenty seven. I got it. I got it, this. It reminds me of another a PC game, and I cannot remember the for life of what it was, but it was a very similar track layout to Thumper. But it would run off of music on your hard drive. Oh, yeah. So it would dynamically create these levels based on the music. I'd heard of that. And I can't remember what it's called. And I'm trying to load up Steam on my laptop, which isn't going to happen because I've got too much other stuff going on here. I don't play it anymore because who actually has MP3s anymore? I, I, all my stuff is in the cloud. Um, 
but it was it was a great little game that that you would go through. It forced me to go through all my old music because I'm like, oh, I wonder what this plays like for the sound. It was interesting stuff. Looks like that. So twenty bucks though, huh? It's it's really really good. Um, the way the way I don't know, and the you don't even have to like see what's on the track. Usually you can hear it. You can hear it coming, and like you'll hear like a boom, and you know that what you have to do is hit the X on the boom. Keep it hold down, held down for and then the clap is you turning okay. in a direction, and so you'll hear boom, and you know that a double turn is coming up. Like it feels really good. Right. See, I've got some audio visual issues I have to figure out in my setup before I can play another music game. So, yeah. well, you you know you're gonna get the pro. It supports 4K. Woo. N- native 4K on the Pro, apparently. Nice. Mm-hmm. I guess I've got this weird little delay between video and sound happening right now that I got to oh, figure it out. Gross. Yeah, it's 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 probably around a tenth of a second. That's but weird. once you see it, it's there. So the the delay is after the sound. Yeah. Well, no the 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 sound is slightly after the video. But only when I run it one way, because I, I wanted to, all right, to get really boring technical here stuff, I bought all this new stuff, and I bought some more speakers, so I've got a full 7.1 setup going on, and I wanted to rewire all my stuff, because historically, for sound, I've always used digital audio, and HDMI is just as good, if not better, for audio than, than the old digital audio single cable for that. Um, so I decided I'm going to pump all my signal through my receiver and out to the TV. Well, that didn't work because the 4K pass from my receiver isn't good enough and the TV doesn't get the full 4K. I'm like, okay, we'll go to the TV first and then back to the receiver via HDMI, which works, but... But there's a delay. There's this, like, tenth of a second audio delay. And I only noticed it because I was watching Disney's Fantasia with Mm. my son and that all syncs up real nice and I'm watching it and it's making me uncomfortable. And I can't figure out why. And then I realized I went to a menu on my Xbox and started like pushing the button to go back and forth between icons, and there it is. There's this delay, and it's ugh. so I went back to my my co or my my digital stuff, and that's fixed for now. But I'm really you know why that feels uh, like nails on a chalkboard. Hmm. I, I I don't know the reason, but I know that it's scientifically proven that when you're hearing stuff out of sync and it makes you feel uncomfortable like that, yeah, it, it's something that all people experience. Yeah. To the point that they have produced something called a shut-up gun, <laughs> which is a megaphone with a directional microphone on it. And when you speak towards it, it plays back whatever you just said a half a second later. Oh, God. And no one can stand it. Yeah. So they just shut up when it's pointed at them. Yep. You, you don't want to talk because it's like nails on a chalkboard for your soul. Yeah. <laughs> and, now uh, I need one of those. So yeah, Darkest Dungeon is amazing, uh, Thumper is amazing, and I still love Overwatch. <laughs> and it uh, it's got a huge new content, uh, a seasonal content thing today, with Halloween stuff. So now, finally, there is a witch skin for Mercy. Oh, and how hard is that one to get? Or do you have enough points to just buy one? Well, here's the thing, just, like, I... Uh, Okay, remember how I was complaining last time, a lot of people were complaining, that the only place to get the seasonal skins was within the loot boxes. Yeah. Which you could only earn by leveling, or quickly, by by buying them. <laughs> this time, you can buy all that shit with your in-game currency. Well, how generous. So, yeah, so tons of people have, like, thousands of gold sitting around, because there's none of the skins they... Like, they have all the skins they already want, and every time you get something you already have in a loot box, it becomes gold. So I just went and bought Mercy skin for three thousand in game gold. I've got like thirty grand, like it's no skin off my teeth. Okay. Um, 
but just because I kind of enjoy the act of sitting down at the blackjack table and (laughs) turning a card and seeing, I went and I bought a a $40 pack of loot boxes, not realizing that I hadn't bought a $40 pack of Halloween loot boxes. Oh, come on! So now I have another 30-odd loot boxes to open, get coins for, and I don't think I'm going to blow another 40 bucks because that just seems stupid now. But, yeah, there's some really cool shit. There's some really cool shit in there. Um, they buffed um, uh, they buffed Anna's grenade. There were some little minor tweaks in there. We're probably going to be seeing more Anna lately because her grenade is so powerful. Um, they, Did everybody uh, get a Halloween skin or is it just a couple? Um, uh, there are legendary skins that are skins that change the wireframe and really change the character. For Reaper, Junkrat, Roadhog, and Mercy. Okay. Uh, Reaper is the headless horseman, except he has like uh, the pumpkin is on his head. Sweet. Yes, and he has a new highlight intro where you see this coffin, and the door in the coffin goes boom, and the door goes boom, and then he busts out with his shotguns. <laughs> and there's a highlight intro for May where the little robot that is yeah, that activates her ult flies towards her as like a little spooky uh, uh, ghost, and she goes ah, and she freezes herself, and then the ice cube she's in tips over. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was watching that video, my butt was butthole was clenched to see Lucio in a witch doctor outfit, and that did not happen. No, no, that did not happen. Thank um, God. Yeah, and Junkrat is like a mad scientist, and I'm actually kind of jelly of that. Like, I'm probably just gonna drop three k three k on that, just because you know why not? It's really really cool. Yeah, he's he's your he's your Joker for the uh, Overwatch he universe. He is. And uh, and Roadhog's just looks I don't know weird and crazy. I don't play Roadhog. I don't really need that. <laughs> a lot of other characters got like zombie skins. Like uh, Soldier seventy six is clearly a reference to the Thriller video. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. Um, so th- being able to buy the stuff in these seasonal loot boxes with your in-game currency is actually something the community really wanted and begged for. Now, in order to buy them, it costs three times as much as a regular legendary item. But that's okay. Like, that's fine. That is way better than luck of the draw to loot box. It's basically forcing us to buy them for something we really want. Um, and uh, there's a new brawl this week that completely changes the game and turns it into a PvE co-op, where it is four players of, of specific... Uh, you have to play, I think it's Anna, Hanzo, Soldier, and McCree. You can only be those four, and each member of your team can only be one character. And then you fight wave after wave of, like, evil zombie robots. And everyone across the internet today is saying, wow, this is amazing, this should be in the game all the time. But they, were, but they said the same thing about Lucio Ball. It's basically Horde mode, then. Yes, it is. Gears of War or something. Okay, it is yeah. totally Horde mode, yeah. It is. Okay. So, yeah, so I, I obviously just went right in there, got my Mercy skin, immediately started playing Mercy, got a Mercy, played the game, put it up on the internet. Very happy. <laughs> that did take me a lot. Did you try the brawl? No, no. Like I, I want to, but I didn't have much time. I, just, I had, I had just enough time to play like two games as Mercy, and that's all I need to play the game. We should try the brawl. I agree. I think we should. I will play either Anna or Soldier, hmm. hopefully. But then again, on a broader le- level, we should play. Yeah, I've just. I've been working six days a week for three weeks. And that sucks balls, man. Yeah, making good money, but it's just like I am not in the mood to to, to, to like have the opportunity yeah. to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can dig that. I can mm. dig that. I'm exhausted. So like, uh, grinding my teeth. That sucks. So wait. So, speaking of Halloween content, Street Fighter Five got some. 
Okay. I had not heard about that. Yeah, really. no, it's just a, a it's just a bunch of costumes. Okay. And most of them were pretty lame. Um, okay. But Nikali got a really cool one because Nikali. When you use his V-Trigger, he kind of goes Super Saiyan, and his hair turns red and sticks way up and looks pretty interesting. Well, they changed Nikali into the Wolfman, where he's just like a dude, and then you V-Trigger, and he turns into a werewolf. And That's it's awesome. so awesome. <laughs> and it it's going to cost me like four bucks, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay for it, because it just looks, I mean, it looks really cool. I think that actually hits today, the 11th. Man, if so I could have just paid four bucks for that Tracer skin, I would have been thrilled. Mm. Yeah. Yep, this is just like four dollars real through four dollars real money. I can have this costume, so I'm that, pleased like, with that. I, I don't often say that Capcom is <laughs> is doing what's nice for their consumers, but compared to Blizzard, wow, they sure as hell are. They they just let you buy the stuff. I mean, some of these things you can purchase with in-game funds. Like there is a another level that's not a real new level. They just, they just took like the underground bar level and did some Halloweeny stuff to it, and it's pretty cheap with in-game funds. But you can buy it with real money if you want to. The the premium costumes they're calling them always cost like three or four bucks, which I I honestly I think that's pretty reasonable. I don't they really have a problem with that price. Too. Apparently, they're they're they've like redone a bunch of the levels so that they're all creepy Halloweeny and they have candles everywhere and shit. Spoopy, all right. really cool. Uh, so I'm I, I might suggest that it is time for headlines. Ooh, yeah, we, we have we got a backlog. Oh wait, Alex, you got something? I, I'm doing the thing I always do. I bring Borderlands up out of nowhere, but oh yeah. But, <laughs> Borderlands well, wait, isn't, 2. Isn't that in Headlines? Oh, I don't know. Oh, wait, oh, Borderlands. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Battleborn was. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Bo- Borderlands. See Borderlands. <laughs> but, um... Right. Um, when they did the skins, they had, like, skin packs for a buck. You have a skin and a head for, like, two bucks. It was pretty oh, yeah, Is and it, like, when, a wine box, know, or is it the skin you want? Oh, it's, like, per skin. Per skin, like so they call them head packs. So you get okay, one so head, you, one you skin. say you want to buy this skin. You that's the skin you buy. Yep, you get that oh. in a head. So like, yeah. there was a uh, one thing for Axon that gave him a top hat, and his skin made it look like he was wearing like a leather vest. It was pretty cool. Cool for hmm. a buck, buck uh, two bucks. And whenever there'd be a huge discount sale, they go down to one buck. See, that is a good deal. I always thought so. And I and I wouldn't have thought that until Overwatch. <laughs> what Overwatch does is so evil. Or what it, what it did, at least. Blatantly making kids gamble. Yeah. Okay. But you can't sell them. Anyway. <laughs> headlines. Uh, so, some of these headlines are from last week, but whatever. Uh, Ubisoft's Michael Ansel posted what appeared to be concept art for Beyond Good and Evil 2. <sighs> Now, we've seen shit like this before. In fact, we've seen gameplay from a version of Beyond Good and Evil that was in development once with, like, an Assassin's Creed-style engine. But Ubisoft later confirmed that the game is actually in early development, but right now it's led, like, the conceptual planning stage. Look, they've been saying that every three years, like clockwork. Yeah, it's, so... It's too late. The time has passed. Yeah, it really if it's has. coming, it's in, like, 2020. And if it ever comes, the people who really care about it will not be your run-of-the-mill mass-market game or anymore. No. And it's going to bump, probably. Yeah, Hence I'd the uh, new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles look to it. <laughs> Actually, it really I don't does. like these pictures. I really don't. I don't hate them. I There's enough hate... humanity in that baby pig to give me hope. Yes. <sighs> That's yeah, still I agree, cute. I agree with the baby pig. It's I'm not still too fond of the holding shark on to it. Yeah, well... Uh, for folks curious about Dragon Quest Builder as a demo is now available for on PS4 and Vita, I would totally play that if I had the time and didn't have a bunch of other awesome games to play. I'm going to pass on that one, I think. 
I mean, I was kind of interested, but what I've read is it's it's a lot of Minecrafty stuff, and I don't have the patience for that kind of building stuff. So yeah, but it's not like infinite building; it's directed building. It's build a house for these people. But yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Kotaku posted some rumors uh, about the as-yet-unannounced Destiny 2. It is rumored to be coming to PS4 1, and this is the important part, PC, in 2017. Uh, Kotaku was told that, quote, Bungie aims to make Destiny 2 feel like an entirely new game and not an expansion, which may include leaving whole swaths of the original game, characters, plants, etc. behind. Um... It's going to take an awful lot to make me care about anything Destiny-related. I mean, I know the game is completely different than when I played it at launch, but... I have a hard time getting excited about that again. Yeah, I, some some yeah. people left the Overwatch community when this latest expansion hit, like just in the past couple weeks, but they're still in the thread. They're still talking. They're still playing Overwatch, basically. Like, I tried. I tried to finish the Destiny tutorial. I couldn't do it. I was so bored. The tutorial? You can get through yeah, the that, tutorial? That, I think, you know what? You're right. I finished the tutorial. I got to the Traveler Mall thingy, and I was just done. See, what broke my heart is that you could feel the bungee combat in there. Yeah, it was good. Because Halo has great combat. It always has. There's this kind of randomness to the combat that makes it very enjoyable. And Destiny kind of had that, but it had nothing else to care about. Nope. Yep. I mean, except for your your cool, like, globetrotting avatar, which you always see in first person as the rule, but you can't directly control anything about them. No. Like, you're wearing this chest piece, not because it looks super hot and you love, well, want to impress all your friends, but because because it has this stat or this, you know, ability on yeah, it. It's not... Yeah. You ever heard of Terraria? Yes. Okay, there's one thing in that game that needs to be standard. They have an armor slot and a vanity slot. You oh. put what you want to look like in the vanity slot, you put your actual armor in the armor slot. Why isn't this in everything? Actually, World of Warcraft has a thing where you can take the stats of the item you want and apply it to the look of whatever other item you want. So if you, if like, because there was a great thief's outfit, but it was like level 8. And I, I would have worn that at like level 200 if it had the stats to support it. So yeah, like, uh, yeah, World of Warcraft did that years ago. And why yeah. is everyone, it seems to be something that would be pretty easy to program. Well, I, I imagine it would only matter, like, it wouldn't often matter to people. Not enough to complain about, really. Like, I guess we're just, I mean, it's easy to complain about Destiny. It's such a big target. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> moving on. <clears throat> Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash has been announced. It is a 5 versus 5 third-person shooter for PS4. Um... I don't know why he's making why Kenichiro Takaki is making this. Uh, I don't know who asked for it. I feel like he saw the success of Splatoon and said, "I need to do that with like jiggling boobs." Um, I'm not really down for that. But in in the announcement in Famitsu for that, they said that they were making another action game, and that's what I want from him. I want another brawler, specifically on Vita. This kind of makes me think he's just going to start doing PS4 shit, but who knows. You know, anyway. if he had balls, he'd do Sexy Mario instead. <laughs> I just, I need to know what that concept is now. Man. It's, it's called an overalls with no shirt beneath it. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Side boob uh, physics. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a me. Anyway. <laughs> 
Uh, Sony seems to have reached an agreement with Bethesda on mods for PS4. Last we heard that was not happening. Last week we found out it is happening. Mods will now come to both Fallout 4 and the Skyrim Upport, which is pretty cool. We'll mm-hmm. have to see if that actually happens because they've said that shit before. Believe it when it shows up. Basically. Speaking of things I don't believe in when they show up, Gravity Rush 2 has been delayed (laughs) until January 20th, 2017. So what does Sony have for exclusives for the fall? Because I can't really think of any... There was this and Last Guardian. They've got Last Guardian, right? Yeah, well, supposedly. Supposedly. They totally pinky swear this is the last time to delay this game, which is almost a decade too late. Yeah, and... um, you know, like, I'm, I'm hyped for Gravity Rush. I think early 2017 is already looking pretty packed. I could have used more to play. Like, you know, it's not like I'm hurting at the moment. But until um, Dishonored 2, I can't think of anything else, really, for the rest of the year that I've got to I was like right just about now. to say that. That is the only thing I'm even remotely looking forward to. Yeah. And really, I'm kind of worried about it. I don't know. What? Why? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think maybe just because it's Bethesda... And, uh, like, I know it's still Arcane Studio, but I feel like this might be one of those games where it might be like a Mafia 3 situation, where they sell it really well. And everything I see for it makes it look pretty good, but I wonder if, like, what if what if Corvo's campaign is four hours and Emily's campaign is four hours and they Yikes. say that's good enough? Like, I am really worried about that. That is I don't know a good why. point. I don't know why I'm so worried about that, but I am. And I don't know, maybe it's just because video games have been kind of disappointing me lately. Maybe it's because of No Man's Sky. <laughs> it's spreading, it's a disease. Like a real turning point. Like this is, there's a point where like you can pump in like $80 million and it's can only do so much good. There's only so much game to 100 people can make in two years. And I think yeah. we're reaching the end of it. Yeah. Right. We'll see if but the Call of Duty is any good. I, I felt thing. I kind of felt the same thing about the PS3 generation, that the budgets that games required at that time were ridiculous to get like a AAA going on, um, and I kind of am amazed that we're still going strong in this generation. And at this point, like I kind of do want to say this is probably going to be the lost console generation. AAA studios cannot maintain this, but the that's what I said last generation. So, yeah, like, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, you're right. I honestly thought, like, after THQ, there'd be a lot more, you know, canaries falling. But that didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. Well, there's certainly been, you know, more than a handful. But well, how's that Vivendi takeover going? Yeah, it still hasn't happened. God, good. God, yeah. fight that off, please. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I, 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 for one, wouldn't mind another Ask Creed game next year. Just, oh, we'll, we'll get it. We'll totally get it. Hey, they took Be a year careful off. What you asked for? Hey, yeah, they took a year I off. I like Assassin's Creed games. I don't care yeah. who knows it. I played them and feel nothing so many <laughs> times. I um, just want Black Flag Two. Is that yeah, so much to ask Black, for? Oh my god! Black, Black Flag, Flag Brotherhood. Black Flag Brotherhood. That That's entire it. series is worth it for those two games. Yeah, those mm-hmm. are really good. Like, I'm not saying you should play the other games, but because of the series, those two games exist, and therefore it is good. Did you ever see Constantine, the TV show? No, not the TV show. I love the movie, though. Um, yeah, the guy who played Jack, or not Jack, uh, who was the main character in Black Flag? Uh, right? Ed, Edwin, Edward? Kenway, yes. Yes, he's an amazing Constantine. Really? He's cool. And apparently, he, yeah, I read a thing the other day that he just loves playing it. He'll play him anywhere. He's doing the voice work for DC, like, cartoons now or something. Yeah, not a good show. He was really good in it. Hmm. 
Uh, Sony has announced that this year's PlayStation experience uh, will happen on December 3rd and 4th. That's usually where they announce uh, new indies. Um, so we'll probably won't hear anything about Vita, so I don't even know why I care. <laughs> uh, speaking of indies, UK's Advertising Standards Authority has launched an investigation into No Man's Sky. Oh, God. Oh. Quote, the watchdog launched its investigation after receiving several complaints about No Man's Sky advertising, a representative said. That's going a little too far, I think. Well, apparently not according to them. Because I... they, they look at the Steam page, and they say, like, like uh, fans are saying that uh, these graphics, for example, like it's just not representing these graphics. It's talking about factions in a way that does not exist in the game, and it's still got these advertising points on the Steam page for it, mm. advertising things that don't exist in the game. Like guys, that's legitimate. This is right. a federal case about bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. Yeah, okay. it would be nice. It would be nice to legally see less of them. Uh, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition has been rated for PS4, Xbox One, and PC in Brazil. Oh, Did you play Bulletstorm? The time in the sun it deserves. Oh my god, that game was so good. It, it was, really was. It was oh. fun. It was just fun, and then fun, and then fun again. And, and just it it has that South Park thing where it just cursed so much, you just kind of fell in love with it. <laughs> and um, and it was really sad because you remember when it launched, it had the it had like the limited day one edition. And then you went back to the store six months later, and they were still there. Yeah, because nobody bought it. Because nobody bought it. It felt so bad, because that was one of the good ones. See, that was People Can Fly, right? In, in Along with somebody else? Uh, yep, People Can Fly. Sounds yeah, and with, People Can Fly uh, were the Painkiller guys, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're not bad. Yes. Painkiller has gone downhill, but the, the first Painkiller was a tremendous shooter. Yes, People Can Fly, you're right. Yep. Yep. Uh, weird indie Nidhog is getting a sequel in a totally new art style. Never played that one. That's the fencing I mean, one, isn't it? It is. It, it got a lot of attention, but I never played it either. It's out in Vita. So I'll play it. Rumors have been swirling this week that Gearbox's Battleborn is going free to play. CEO Randy Pitchford took to Twitter to call the story reckless and false, and suggested the rumors are the result of unannounced plans to do a trial version. Mm -hmm. uh, after he said that, the people went back to their sources, and the sources turned around and said, "No, no, he's lying." Um, Randy Pitchford lying? Well, I never. He is a businessman. Yep. Uh, yeah. Paladins, Champions of the Realm, which a lot of people think is basically just an Overwatch ripoff. Uh, it's not. It's just super similar, apparently. It is coming to Xbox One and PS4. Free-to-play, shooter, indie. Why would I play that when I have Overwatch? It might be good. Yeah, I'll never find out because I won't have time. <laughs> Playing it might make you worse at Overwatch, though. I agree. I agree. So, not worth the risk. Yeah. Battleborn would risk. definitely make you worse at Overwatch. <laughs> Uh, Resident Evil 7 VR and Batman VR are timed exclusives for PSVR. I think it was Resident Evil 7 that was uh, 12 months, and I think Batman is like, it's exclusive till the end of March 2017 or something. Jeez. Where's it going to go after that? Oculus? Oh, I would imagine Oculus. On the junk heap of the rest of the VR stuff. Hey, there it is. <laughs> uh, oh. Motion controls, guys. Motion controls. That's great. Oh, yeah, um... Actually, I'm just going to go jump to that point. Oculus Touch motion controls will launch on in December for $200. Pre-orders opened on October 10th. Yay. Yeah. Um, don't know anyone cares about that. Tyco from Penny Arcade will care a great deal about that. Uh, 
No, Alex is right. This is just another another eye toy motion control thing. I mean, if it's... it costs half as much, it might have a shot. Yeah, I mean, for the price of that, you could buy yourself a pretty damn nice TV or a video card in your case, and yeah, have but, more to play. But the the Oculus does not exist for you know kids um, asking their parents for something for Christmas. Yeah. The Oculus exists for people our age who have like a pretty nice income and want to blow it on hot shit like this. But where are the games? Like apparently, like the Batman VR thing lasts an hour. With, yeah, like two hours of bonus stuff. That just yeah. that's not a game. Apparently they... that's that's one of the reasons Thumper is a standout because it's not just one of these little experiences. It's a game. It is a full awesome fucking game. Like I would just love to see just you know Fallout Four just floating in space. I could get into that. Well, didn't they announce that? It would melt off your face. The Oculus would just like implode right there. <laughs> yeah. See, like I don't know like how long I'd want to wear that on my face. It just doesn't seem comfortable. Yeah, and what they showed in terms of movement for Fallout Four and VR was the teleport to where you're looking thing to move instead oh, of walking gross. through the space because apparently it gets people like seasick. Um, they did not see that coming, did they? <laughs> yeah. That's a huge fucking problem. <laughs> it is. Anyway. Uh, idiots and dickbags, Digital Homicide, are closing down <laughs> and <laughs> dropping their lawsuit against Valve. Quote, as far as Digital Homicide, it's destroyed. It's been stomped into the ground from a thousand directions and use is discontinued. I'm going back into the workforce and watching what's really going on, says one of the dick bags from Digital Homicide. It should really so, be under investigation for fraud, but whatever. Yeah, yeah they really should. Uh, yeah, so that's that's awesome news. It sounds like at some point they talked to a real lawyer, and that lawyer and said, like, guys, guys. You're all so fucked. Guys, Do you want to be on doing? the hook for legal fees for the rest yeah. of your life? Yep. Valve has all the lawyers, and you have you guys yourself. That's all you got. So Oof. what are you doing? Yeah. So that's really nice to see. Really I wonder if that means their uh, lawsuit against Sterling is gone, because they were actually suing, suing Jim Sterling personally. I think that's still going. No I do believe it is still going. That, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not worried about that. <clears throat> he, he could put up a GoFundMe for a lawyer and have it funded immediately. I'll yes, I'm more worried about Jim's back problems. They, they, they're starting to sound pretty intense. Well, okay, no offense, but the man is about 100 pounds overweight. Yeah. That, that, that happens. More than 100. Yeah, probably. Anyway. I'm I'm trying to be polite because I don't know him personally, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had uh, a lot of friends that like as soon as they start talking about back problems, then there's the surgeries after surgeries, and it's just <sighs> yeah. There's no easy those, way out after that. Those point. gifts that never stop giving. <laughs> you blow once a disc you've once. Hit that point, yep. you physically can't go back. Yep. Uh, anyway, uh, Microsoft <laughs> spills. So sp Phil Spencer said last week, uh, "Quote." And now this is about the price point for the Scorpio. We thought about the price performance of what we wanted to hit with the Scorpio relative to what we were going to be able to do with the S so that we would have a good price continuum so people wouldn't look at these two things and as so disconnected because of the price delta. So I wouldn't get people worried that this thing is going to be unlike any console price you've ever seen. So people are taking that 500 to, bucks to mean it can't be more than 599. Ooh, that's a little high. Well, that's, that's what the PS3 launched at. Yeah, I know, and I paid. We know how well that turned out. Yeah. Well, yeah. but but point is, it's it's a console price that has existed, so it couldn't be more than that. So it's pro. Yeah, it probably is going to be five hundred. Yeah. Was and the PS3 06 or 08? Uh, I almost want to say 07, but I don't think that's right. I want to say 07. Yeah, you're right, because I 
don't Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 4 came out in 2008, and that was two years after the PS3 launched. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Could have been six, actually. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, basically, he's just... I, I don't really know why he felt the need to address it. I don't know that that many people are all that worried about what the price is going to be for a console that we've never even seen anything running on. Also, you guys noticed that the NX was supposed to be out around now-ish? <laughs> they were supposed to have said something, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. And it's um, not here. Yeah, like everyone was talking about how it was going to launch uh, in time for Christmas this year. And I don't think that's going to happen, given that they haven't officially announced it yet. Um, yeah. I'd say like, Xbox like, spooked them and they went back to the drawing board. Maybe. Uh, there's some people thinking that they're going back to the drawing board to get it to work with VR. But based oh, God on, damn it, no. What? Yeah, but, but based on the descriptions that we've seen of the product, like it's not going to. <laughs> there's no way. No. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? God. All all Nintendo has to do is make a normal console that is technologically equivalent with the other ones out there. No gimmicks, for fuck's sake. That appeals to kids. Yeah, that's okay. All need, that's all Nintendo the, needs. There's a huge vacuum for games for kids, and they won't front the cash. <sighs> I don't get it. Neither do I. I'm ready to come home again. I wouldn't mind playing that new Zelda. I think it looks pretty cool, but I'm not going to play it on this janky-ass... Part handheld, part TV thing that only works half the time. No, Can give me imagine? a con- give me a GameCube yeah. two. You don't Please. know it's only going to work half the time. It might be brilliant. It might be perfect. Uh, okay, or it might be a Virtual Boy. They might. <laughs> like, well, at I least would... at least they were smart enough not to make the Virtual Boy the, their primary platform. It was that just this true. little fun thing on the side. It was their PSVR, and there you go. Yeah, many years ago. Yeah, like apparently, like the new Zelda just runs like shit. What? Where'd you hear that? Like a couple, but like every other uh, thing I read about it was like every time they're out in the open, like they get down to like twenty, fifteen frames. No way. I read at least I read at least three articles that were just like this performance is not the par. I like this game, but I can't put up with this for twenty hours. Wow. Yeah. Well, come to think of it, I don't think Nintendo has ever actually done an open world, have they? They might be struggling. Yeah. Anyway. And our final bit of news this week is that Clay's Invisible Ink is now available on iPads. Oh, you skipped. Oh, that's be great your... for an iPad. What did I skip? Yeah, that that Cuphead was been moved again. Oh, we're... oh I'm sorry. Yeah, Cuphead. Yeah. Uh... One of oh, us yeah, can that play was... that game. <laughs> that was just uh, that was just this afternoon. It's been officially delayed to mid 2017. The dev said today. Oh God, I want to play that game so bad. Yeah, you can play Thumper. There, there's I may another play awesome Thumper. Indie. You should play Thumper. Uh, I oh guys, I have a, I have a viewing assignment. Oh, uh, okay. Is it, is it uh, Westworld? It is Westworld. I haven't it watched is, the second episode yet. It is all about video games, guys. It, it is, really is. That's so really good. Is. And Ed Harris is like the guy who's played the game so long that he's just running around breaking yeah. it and trying to speed run it or something. The, the villain is a obnoxious whale who's just tortures all the the hosts in Westworld and he's and by host he means like AI characters basically yeah. okay oh yeah. what he does to Teddy is so brutal what's who's the Anthony Hopkins character what is uh, he he's Willy Wonka yeah he, oh, okay. he, he's Willy Wonka he's the guy who spared no expense to make Jurassic Park basically yeah second episode's way better and I like the first one I like the first one. No, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just haven't had the time to... Does it have anything to do thematically with the movie? The old yep. movie? Okay. They, they're talking about uh, so, something horrible that happened 40 years ago. Mm, okay. Oh, yeah, that is true. I remember that. 
and they're probably talking about the movie. <laughs> yeah, no, it it is good, and I'm finding it more. I'm I'm just finding the the kind of uh, questions that it's raising and discussions that it's starting to have a lot more compelling than Game of Thrones. Yeah. And, you know, Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones. I really shouldn't be bad with Game of Thrones. You can. But I watched, I pr- I don't even think I watched the full first season. And every now and again I'd walk into a room while someone was watching and I'm like, eh, okay, there's some boobs. And then, <laughs> you know, you'd read about it, you'd read reactions to, like, the Red Wedding episode. And like, I've read the books, like, I know what happens, in the books at least. Um, but, yeah, like, it, I just couldn't, I couldn't stick with it. But, yeah, this this I do find interesting. I'm, I'm definitely recording it. There's definitely a lot less walking around in the plotting garden. Yeah. The betrayal garden. What I'm <laughs> super hyped for is uh, I, Idris? Is it Idris Elba? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Dark in, Tower? In the Dark Tower. As long as they do a completely different ending. Oh, it's going to be. Because he's Good. got the Horn of Eld now. It's a uh, sequel. It's a sequel. Yep, and that's that's the reason he's a black guy now. Because because you know how it, you know how uh, the Dark Tower ended. Yeah, it was disgusting and stupid. Yeah, well they're moving on. He's been Good. resurrected. He's doing it all over again. Awesome. Yeah, and that's isn't, just... isn't Matthew McConaughey the man in black? He is. Yeah. Oh man, I had this. Okay, I'm sorry to take it in this direction, hmm. but I was I don't remember why I was thinking it the other day, but I was thinking about how Trump must picture himself. And I've decided it's Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Trump sees himself as Matthew McConaughey. Walking he up talks to like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Hey, all right. hey. What you got that I can grab over there? Don't worry, I already know. Because he's a flat circle. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. That just, that just took... Was no, a we can talk about it now. That it's was a complete over. left turn. I don't know. We probably shouldn't because, frankly... The thought of it still disgusts me, man. Like fucking, you got you got Russia getting involved in your elections. You got one of the candidates basically doing shit that a third world war criminal would do, or no, saying that he's going to do it to his to his opponents. Like it's, uh, I don't even want to talk about well, it. Well, no, no, no. The worst part is we have Russia hacking our elections, and the Republicans have been so debased. They're like, yeah, take him down. <laughs> it's the yeah. most. It's literally treason, and they don't give a shit. Yep. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, the subject is depressing me. So, Darkest Dungeon exists, yes, that's Darkest awesome. Dungeon, yeah. Thump- Thumper is amazing, Overwatch is still pretty cool. I already got my Mercy in a Witch skin, that's awesome. Um, so, uh, back, back to movies, did you see the trailer for, uh, the most recent trailer for The Great Wall? Yeah, no. is it good? Oh, yeah, I mean, it looks like the schlockiest... Big oh, yeah, budget, yeah, yeah, like a movie. pair of westerners help China defend the Great Wall. Well, no, but you, you know the story of that movie, right? It's a Chinese movie. It's okay. like directed by China, produced in China, and they put like the random white guy in it so that we might be interested in it. That is weird. And it, people no, are mad about reverse whitewashing. You know, yeah, because they're stupid. They don't understand what's going on. Uh, it's a Chinese yeah. movie. It's not a Hollywood movie. They no, just, it's not. But that's why I'm interested is, yeah. in it because the the costumes look great. I love the idea of the Great Walls yeah. there to fight off dragons, and it looks fun. I mean, it's not the most serious movie in the world. It, it'll it'll be this year's Pride and Prejudice and Zombies or something like that for me. Well, I'll just go and have a good time with it. Oh, God. Uh, next year, Bob though, did a really year. good thing on it where he's just like, this is them copying what American movies do, which is oh, you got to stick a white every man in every movie. That's what makes it work. And they're just copying that. Yep. I, it's kind of flattering. Who did they grab for that? Who's I, I forget now. Who's in that? Who's oh, the white it's, guy? It's um, Martian. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Matt, uh, Damon. Matt Damon. Matt, da- Matt, 
Redeeming. <laughs> yep. You know, I love my favorite thing about a Team America is like Alec Baldwin years later is like, you know, if they just called me up, I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> um, he thought it was funny. That and John Wick 2 is a real thing. That's oh, yeah. Donald Trump, oh. his impression's amazing. It was pretty good, actually. That, that's really the was. scowling and the, yeah. the face. And I'm flags. really pleased that they're letting uh, Kate McKinnon be Clinton. She's a fucking great Clinton. I love that thing, that Willy Wonka thing she did. Which one? Um, for the, the the first debate. She does the Willy Wonka cold open. Where she pretends to fall over and does a somersault. <laughs> oh, nice. That's <laughs> oh, cute. Uh, Chance, I heard you get excited when I said John Wick 2. I heard that. Oh, of course. Oh, oh yeah. yeah no, I love John Wick. Like, and Lawrence Fishburne is in it. Lawrence Fishburne is in John Wick 2. Yeah, yeah they're, getting the, they're getting the Matrix cast back together. All they need yeah. is... Uh, What's her name? Carrie something? Carrie uh, Carrie Ann Moss. I she's gone. She can't she? be too busy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what she's done ever. Oh, I'm sure uh, she's took her money, so left the left the industry. Uh, that, I oh wait, no, that. no, 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 no. She's been in Daredevil and um, Jessica. That's Jones. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, she was a lawyer in. She's, um, she's really good in Jessica. In Jones. Jessica Jones, yeah, yeah. You hated her. She was great. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I would her? I would totally be up for John Wick too. Like just classic gun fu action. I don't mind. I don't mind a good bad movie. Like I love Keanu Reeves' Constantine. <laughs> I really do. It's a good movie. Const- Constantine gets undeserved shit. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, and and Rachel Weiss is in it, and she's wonderful. And like and not the only best that, devil she ever. plays. She, yes, she no. plays twins, so that is twice the Weiss. Hey. And you've got that the best, the single best portrayal of Satan ever. I the white suit and like the John. black shit around his bare feet i don't Hello. i love it i love it that, love that, that, that open so that open jacket with the tattoos picking peeking out yeah i love that i may do that i miss peter <laughs> stormare yeah no he's more. yeah he's in um uh, until dawn actually yeah and oh, super yeah, creepy yeah, yeah. he's a therapist yeah, yeah yeah super creepy i never got to the end of that game but yeah really you should it'll take you about an hour I know Kayla, Kayla, Kayla keeps kept on suggesting it for like a year after uh, and we were playing it together. Like we were like going through it together, making choices together. And then she kept on saying, you know, we could play Until Dawn. And I'm like, yeah, we could. But then we yeah. always ended up not. CGI I should have just taken her Ronnie hit one Malik, I don't know. Yeah, that's, it's, it's weird that he's famous now. But it's also got that girl from who's like, save the cheerleader, save the world. Oh, yeah, what's her face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I gotta find something scary to come to play coming up. We're hitting, we're getting in uh, to October uh, here. Sh- I'm not gonna lie. play. Uh, I'm not gonna play the Outlast release. Two demo because I'll buy that eventually. And Outlast really wasn't that scary anyway. No, I'm hearing good stuff about the demo. Yeah, and, apparently the demo's scary as shit. Oh, see, maybe a lot play less, it you know, hide and seek, which is good. Okay, excited. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate playing demos for games that I know I'm going to buy because I want to be able to go into it cold. And I, I'll buy Outlast too. I mean, the first one wasn't great, but it was it was good enough. Apparently, they expanded the Resident Evil Seven demo. They added to it. Oh shit! I really should play that again. And yeah, like I've heard that the that just the demo for uh, for Outlast Two is scary as shit. It's like the best horror game of the year. People are saying. Just the demo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there really hasn't been much else this year for horror, though. Yes, that's true. <sighs> Unless you count No Man's Sky. Boom. Yeah. Hey. The, the, the terror of the void. Konami! The terror of me drinking until it got fun. The terror of drunk texts. Oh, wait. Like, even, never, like, never the thing fun. that was ripping off um, PT, even that got canceled. 
Oh yeah. Was it Allison called? Road? Allison Road. Road. Yeah. 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 It's like motherfucker. Where's my photorealistic scare haunted house simulator? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know where it is? Going to VR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why didn't they launch with that? Oh my god, uh, Sony VR launching with Silent Hills. Oh god. Well, for, for a great many reasons, but uh, yeah. but Resident Evil Seven is not going to be VR exclusive. You'll be able to play it on like your standard PS4. Yeah. yeah. I bet you the VR version will be hobbled like you wouldn't believe. Mm, depends on whether or not you play it on the Pro. Ha. <laughs> yeah. When's that coming out? November or something? Uh, yeah, November something. I gotta throw some more cash on that to make sure I be okay. You would rather have a pro than Forza Horizon Two. <sighs> I gotta say, man, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> it hardware versus software. Hardware lives forever. Software, even a game as good as Horizon Three, I would eventually stop playing. I mean, I stopped playing Horizon Two eventually. Well, you you stop playing is... your PS3 eventually. I, well, I still have my PS3. It's well, you still playing. have your game. Still a Blu-ray player. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I, I'm tantalized by the the 4K-ness of it. I just want to see what it has. Fair enough. And the Forza Horizon 3 money was spent on a tattoo, not on the PS4 Pro. And this There's tattoo is only halfway done. Yeah, I'll be finishing it on Sunday, I think. Can you, uh, can you tell us what it is? It's it's on my chest and it it coincides with the gargoyle sleeve. That's all I'll give you. Okay. And 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 getting anything on your sternum hurts like balls. All, all I'm hearing for this is soon we're going to get a picture of Chamberlain's bare chest. <laughs> hey, Something they had to shave my three chest hairs. <laughs> all three of them had to go. They will be missed. <laughs> okay, I'm sleepy. So yeah, yeah. This is kind of. I think we're all really tired. It's like it's like 10 p.m. Alex's time. That's true, and he it works is. six days a week. Alex has to go to work again at seven in the morning. Oh god! Oh, shit, it's son. like my weekend just started because it did. Ugh. We need to let yeah, Alex go to bed. Someone's gonna have to give. Let's let's see which job it is. <laughs> but you could you paid for a new video card with it all. So oh, the I still page. have three hundred dollars. I don't know what to do with yet. Oh god! Thumper. No, definitely thumper. Absolutely thumper. All right, well, we have our assignments then. Yes, sir. <laughs> Westworld, uh, HBO Go, is $15. I may front the cost. It's literally uh, an HBO series about game design. It's yeah, tremendous. It is. $15 a month? Like, there's even a monologue at the end of the, at the, end of the second episode that's like, the reason why Westworld slash video games are so good, it's my personal theory, which is that you video games are the best at hiding secrets. And that's what everyone really loves about games. It's mm. the things you find that you think no one else could have possibly noticed. Then why didn't we all love No Man's Sky? Yeah, I feel, I feel like that's a much longer discussion. It is. Too tired for that. Alex, thank you for joining us. Yes, sir. Chance, thanks for putting up with our technical difficulties. We got it going this time. Hey, man, that's what I'm here for is to put it up works. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for waiting on this latest episode. We will see you guys in less than a week.